0: Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled Podcast, where coaches who are not quite ready to hire a team can learn sufficient skills in tech, marketing, and systems to bring their business forward and become profitable enough to make their first hire. Let's get started with your host, Alverne Bullard. Hi, you're very welcome to this episode. This is Alverne. And today we'll be looking at how much to charge for blog posts as a freelancer and the steps needed to become a six-figure blog writer. So, Debbie read the job requirements and wondered how much to charge for blog posts. You see, Debbie started as a freelance writer a few weeks ago, so she's fairly new to the field. Although she had general training on how to become a freelancer, the thing about her specific skill set is that every writing project is different. The freelance writing space is so broad because there are so many niches and tons of writing sub-niches. How can Debbie figure this out on her own without undercharging or even overcharging for her work? Since you are here, then you are most likely interested in becoming a freelance writer, unsure of how to price your services, looking for guidance on how to find clients, and wondering if freelance writing is a sustainable career. If so, then you've come to the right place. Freelance writers are in high demand. Every small business needs a copywriter or blog copywriter at some point, and many are willing to pay freelance writers' top dollar to produce consistent content for their websites and blogs. So how much should you charge for blog posts? That all depends on your experience and the market rates in your area. In this episode, you'll learn what factors go into determining how much to charge for freelance writing services, as well as some tips to help you get started. So, why are small businesses in need of blog writers right now? If you're just getting started as a freelance writer, you're probably curious about how you can put your skills to use. The answer is blog post writing. Most small businesses understand that blogs are necessary to improve their visibility and reach in the internet. And many take advantage of this using SEO boosting business tools. Blogs help small businesses build trust with their audiences. The ability to share helpful, informative, and engaging content regularly shows their audience that they are an expert in their industry. And when they trust you, they are more likely to do business with you. Blogs can also help small businesses drive traffic to their websites. Every time a new blog post is published, they get the opportunity to optimize it for search engines and share it across all social media platforms. This means more eyes on your websites and more potential customers for their businesses. So here are some blog marketing statistics. Bloggers who write articles of 2,000 words or more are far more likely to have strong results. Websites that also have a blog are shown to have 434% more indexed pages. Companies who blog get 97% more links to their websites. Blogs have been rated as the fifth most trustworthy source for gathering online information. 77% of internet users read blogs. 36% of readers prefer list-based headlines. So list-based meaning 10 things you didn't know about Um chicken, for example, or fried chicken, for example. It's a list-based headline. The how-to headline, a close cousin, is the listicle, is the third most popular headline preference at around 17%. So, for example, how much to charge for the blog post is another headline that you can use for a blog post. Titles with 6 to 13 words attract the highest and most consistent amount of traffic. SEO leads have a 14.6% close rate, while outbound leads such as direct mail or print advertising have a 1.7% close rate. 72% of online marketers describe content creation as their most effective SEO tactic. So what's involved in running a blog writing business? Running a professional blog writing business requires some forethought. There's more to it than just firing up your computer and banging out a few posts for clients. As a new writer, it's very important to produce good, high quality content. Here is a detailed breakdown of what's involved. Number one, establishing your niche. When it comes to blog writing service, the first question you need to ask yourself is, what's your niche? What are you going to write about? What do you have expertise in? Who is your target audience? This is critical because if you're going to be a professional blogger, you need to be able to provide value to your clients Otherwise, they'll just go find someone else who can. Finding a niche that can, that you can really sink your teeth into will help you perfect your craft and allow you to eventually raise your prices as an expert writer in a given topic area. As a writer, you can be asked to write white papers, press releases, social media posts, short posts, around 300 words or more or less, a various web content, a guest post, a media kit, a corporate blog, or even a sponsored blog post. Number two, building your portfolio. As a blog writer, one of the best things you can do for your career is to create a professional writing portfolio. A writing portfolio highlights your skills and abilities as a writer, showcases your best work, demonstrates your range as a writer, and shows pride and commitment to your craft. This can be especially important when trying to learn new clients or jobs. Number three, generating leads. As a professional blog writer, you will be responsible for generating your own leads. When it comes to blog copywriting, generating leads is essential for two reasons. First, it helps you to build a list of potential clients that you can contact in the future. And number two, it allows you to create interest in your writing and ensure that you are creating content that people actually want to acquire. And number four. Managing clients. You'll need systems in place to manage clients. This means keeping track of deadlines, communication, and payments. Fortunately, there are a number of project management tools like Asana, Trello, ClickUp, uh, Monday.com. There's also one called um, uh, uh, Basecamp as well that you can use to manage your projects. It can help you keep track of deadlines and assignments. Payment processing systems like PayPal, Wise, Square, or Stripe can make it easy to send invoices and receive payments. Number five, keyword research. If your writing services include conducting keyword research, then you will need to use research tools to help you. I recommend using uh, keyword research tools such as Keywords Everywhere, uh, Rank IQ, and A- A- Ahrefs. And then we also have SEMrush. By the way, if you need access to the show notes, head over to successunscramble.com forward slash AP238 in order to get get access to the show notes. Okay, number six, we've got writing blog posts. So anyone who tells you that writing is is easy is either lying or a very fast typist, like 150 words per minute. Copywriting or blog copywriting is a critical skill, but it takes time to do it. Initially, you may be not aware of how much time it takes for you to write a, a post for a client from scratch. Make sure you schedule enough time to write quality blog posts. I recommend scheduling four-hour blocks per client and, and scaling back as it takes you less time to write each post. Give yourself enough time to revise and proofread your work before sending it off, and you'll be rewarded with blog posts that reflect well on your business and that brings you repeat clients. Okay, now we're going to look at how to calculate your cost and profit. So before you set up shop, you need to be able to calculate your cost and profit. You need to figure out how much you need to earn per hour in order to cover your course and make a profit. Costs include your time as well as associated costs such as equipment, software, and skill refining education. So once you understand your course, you can move on to developing your freelance writing rates. So let's look at some operating expenses. Number one, we have things like Grammarly. So as you know, if you're a writer, if you've never written before for other people, um, you may be the best um, writer in the world, but the, the, already, the challenge always is in editing your work. And trust me, I write all the time as well. And when it comes to editing what I've written, I don't um, write and edit on the same day. I would write and then i will come back um, a day or two later or even the next day and read what I've written and still there will be some mistakes that I wouldn't catch. So to help me with that, I use a tool called Grammarly that will catch your mistakes that I've missed. Then we've got writer.com. So writer.com helps you check for any sort of plagiarism and many, many other things. Um, So Grammarly course for three team members, if you have a team, it's 45 um, bucks a month or 15 15 bucks a month for one user. And then writer.com is about 20 bucks a month, um, between 18 and 20 bucks a month. Then you've got rank rank IQ. So if it is you in doing the keyword research for the client, you keep rank IQ costs about $49 um, a month. You've got keywords everywhere that gives you, um, I think it's 100,000 words, uh, keywords for five bucks. Uh, You buy it like based on credits. Then you've got Dubsado. So that platform help you to manage your clients and build them, to help them to sign contracts, especially if you have retainer clients. That is 35 bucks a month. Again, you can head over to the show notes, successandscramble.com forward slash EP238 so you can get access to this operating expenses table. Then you've got social media marketing. So if it is you decide that you uh, Instagram or Facebook or one of the social media platforms is a good place for you to find clients, then you need to either do the social media marketing yourself or outsource that, and it costs roughly around $500 um, a month to outsource it to someone else to do it. Then you've got your rent. So normally you take about 25% of your rent, so let's say $250 a month. Heating, about $20 a month. Electricity, about $20 a month. Broadband, about $50 a month. And in total, for those lists of items and the operating expenses, you're looking at about $1,053 a month for your overhead costs. Um, as a writer. Right, so while you may not use all of these tools and services in your business, I wanted to give you a realistic idea of your course as a blog writer. When you realize that running a freelance writing business can cost you money, you get more comfortable about charging what you're worth. Because, it, it, you know, when someone asks, someone will ask, in, I would see sometimes in a Facebook group, how much should I charge for this? The first question they should be asking themselves is, how much it will cost them, and then they would um, break down that cost then per client, and come up with a price of how much they can charge in terms of the profit because they have to charge for time as well. How much? What's your hourly rate on top of all of that as well? Okay, so how much to, ch- to charge for blog posts? Now if we have the operating expenses done and dusted. Um, let's look at the actual, you know, industry norms when it comes to charging for blog posts. Or, yeah, for blog writing. So rate setting can be a little bit tricky for freelancers just starting out. After all, how do you know what to charge for your services if you've never done it before? If you are new to the blog post copywriting game, you might be tempted to lowball your rates in order to attract clients. However, this is a mistake. Not only will you end up working for less than your worth, but you might also find yourself bogged down in low-paying work that doesn't leave much room for growth. So how do you set your rates? The best way is to start by considering your experience, skills, and the time it takes you to complete a project. Once you have a good understanding of your own value, you can start setting your rates accordingly. Here are three ways you can set your prices in your freelance copywriting business. Hourly. Charging by the hour means you get paid a flat rate for the time you invest. In each article, this is great for articles that may take longer than anticipated, ensuring you get paid for the time spent. However, it also means you will need to log your hours and submit an invoice for payment to link to clients after writing each article. Um, This can be a downside and pose a risk since you are receiving payment after the work is completed. So, here are the rates: low end, below market rate, is about five dollars an hour it's is not recommended. Mid range average is about twenty one dollars an hour, and then the high end expert rate is about forty two dollars an hour. If you are new to the craft, your craft, and you're proficient in English, fourteen dollars an hour is a great place to start. But be sure to take into account your own specific skill set and course when determining your rate per word. So charging per word is one of the most common ways to set your rates as a copywriter, as there is a wide range of um, when it comes to pricing, this method takes the pressure off of establishing solid prices for services, instead giving your client a per word rate while keeping things more fluid and allow you to make more money on your, on more extensive and involving posts. So on the low end, it's about two cents a word. Mid-range average is about seven cents per word. And then the high end expert rate is about 15 cents a word. This means that a 500-word blog post will range from between $10 at $0.02 per word to $75 at $0.15 per word. $0.05 per word is a standard introductory rate, but be sure to take into account your own specific skill set and your course when determining your rate. Then you have the per-post method. Charging per post is the most common way to set rates for a blog post copywriter. Considering most posts take about 3 to 5, 3.5 hours to complete, you can easily determine what you're comfortable earning for the time invested. Low-end, below-market rate is about $15 per post. Mid-range is about $75 a post. And then high-end is about $150 per post. Of course, if it is uh, a three-word article, three, sorry, three hundred-word article, and you're doing it as as a test for project. Fifteen dollars is a great pl- way to start, but be sure it doesn't take you longer than thirty to forty five minutes to write it. So fifty dollars per post is a standard introductory rate on the market right now. But be sure to take into account your own specific skill set and course when determining your rate. The standard rate is closer to around seventy five dollars when you are, you know, someone who, you know, writes at a normal, who well, I've been writing for at least, at least six months. $75 a post is, is normal. And that post, or, um, that post could be about a about 1,000 words in length. So I cannot finish off this section without telling you a quick story. You know, I love my stories. There's a platform, I'm not going to mention the name, that hires writers to create a piece of content for interior, interior design websites. Think of a website like, for example, IKEA or IKEA, some people call it IKEA, some people call it IKEA. That requires a description for each of the each and every product on your portfolio. So, remember, when you go to the IKEA website, you'll see things like tables, chairs. Um, they also have uh, countertops. They've got bowls. They've got curtains, all sort of things. Now, imagine those items on I, uh, IKEA's website without a description someone in other words someone has to write those description this particular company that i worked for in the past would um, help companies like ikea i have no idea I ever ha- helped ikea but I've, I've written for them before on other sort of exotic um uh interior design websites um so think of it of you as a writer writing for someone like ikea as far as i'm aware i'm still one of their writers on, on that particular website but i have to tell you that they they pay like $5 and sometimes less per piece of content. Okay, the description is about between 30 and 100 words long. And sometimes you have to revise it once or twice and sometimes three times because you know they have very, very, very specific instructions you need to follow. Please, please, please promise me that you will set a minimum uh, word count in your pricing structure because spending five hours to earn less than $50 isn't a good way to earn a living as a writer. It can mean, I can tell you, because you literally have to get creative and you can't repeat the same thing over and over for each product description. So yeah, I'm not going to mention the name of the platform. Yeah, just to protect their um, privacy. Okay, so how do you make six figures as a blog writer? If you want to scale up your career as a blog post writer and start hitting six figures a year, then you create a system that allows you to process more clients in a shorter amount of time. Here's a step-by-step guide on how to scale your copywriting business and reach six figures a year. Number one, niche, niche down. If you're looking to scale your blog post-copywriting business, niching down is a way to go. Finding a niche that is in high demand for content creation will ensure a never-ending sea of clients coming your way. Not to mention, niching down will make you an expert in your field, something that will only benefit your business in the long run. People want the best of the best in their respective industries, and by getting specific about who it is that you produce content for, you'll find that... You get to to work with top quality clients that are perfect for you. Number two, hire a team. In order to scale your blog blog post copywriting business, you'll need to hire a team to produce more content each month. This will allow you to take on more clients and generate more revenue. There are three different ways you can do this. Number one, you can hire a team of in-house writers. The pros of this is hiring in-house writers gives you more control over the quality and deadlines. You can also create a company culture and team dynamic that works for your business. The cons, in-house writers can be expensive to hire and train. You may need to provide them with benefits such as health insurance, paid vacation days. Additionally, your in-house team may be less flexible than freelancers when it comes to meeting last-minute deadlines or responding to changes in project scope. The second thing you need to do is partner with other freelancers. So the pros, partnering up with other freelancers allows you to offer a wider range of services as well as pooling resources so you can take on bigger projects. Cons, you'll need to be careful about how to divide up your workload and make sure that each each partner is happy with the arrangement. You'll also need to communicate effectively in order to avoid any misunderstandings. The third thing you need to do is outsource to or can do is outsource to your work in an agency. Agencies typically have more resources, which means they can scale up your operation much faster than you could on your own. They also usually have more experience and have, and provide can provide valuable insights into how to run a successful copywriting business. The cons, working with an agency can be more expensive and you may not always have control over the final product. You also have to be careful to find a reputable agency that will deliver quality work. Okay, the next thing you need to do is to create a system. Let's face it, blog copywriting is not a one-man show. At some point, you're going to have to delegate tasks to other people if you want to scale your business. But how do you do that without sacrificing quality or losing control of your client's brand voice? The answer is simple. Create systems that can follow... that can be followed by every team member. That means having a clear and concise style guide that covers everything from tone and voice to grammar and punctuation. It also means establishing clear processes for each stage of the copywriting process from initial brainstorming to final review. By taking time to create systems that can be followed by everyone on your team, you'll be able to scale a business without sacrificing quality or losing control of your client's brand voice. Okay, next we're going to look at how to automate lead generation. You need a system in place that will generate leads for you, right? Agreed? And luckily, with a little bit of effort, that's something you can easily create. To start with, take a look at your data and metrics to see how you're currently bringing in new clients, what's working well, what's not so much. Once you've identified your top performing channels, it's time to start thinking about how to scale them. One way to do this is by an automated lead generation system. This could involve setting up an email autoresponder sequence or creating a series of targeted ads that lead potential customers to a landing page where they can sign up for your services. Whatever route you decide to go down, the important thing is that you are putting in the effort to make things easier for yourself in the long run. After all, there's nothing worse than missing out on a great opportunity because you were too busy chasing down leads manually. As a new freelancer knows, the world of online work can be a little daunting at first. There are so many systems, software and tools out there, and it can be hard to know which ones you need to excel in your field. When it comes to freelance writing, however, the situation is a little different. Just about the only tool you need to get started is a is a computer and internet connection. Everything else can be learned along the way. The important thing is to apply yourself and produce high quality work. If you can do that, then eventually you'll be able to scale your blog post copywriting business to new heights. Who knows? You maybe one day you'll be able to give up your day job entirely, which means that you become Uh, you're becoming a freelance blogger, could be a full-time job. All right. So by now, you and Debbie should have a clear idea of how much to charge per blog post. Yes, it takes more than sticking your finger in the air and even playing any mini mini more. In fact, coming up with a rate is quite strategic as it affects your writing business in the long run. When it comes to finding your first set of clients, you'll have to do some manual outreach. A great place to find potential clients is social media platforms. I created a resource on how to find clients on Instagram. I've left a link in the show notes and over to successandscramble.com forward slash EP238 to get access to it. Now, over to you. What has been your experience when it comes to deciding on a rate to charge for each blog post that you write? Let me know in the comments of the show notes. This episode of the Success Unscrambled podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be the first to learn how to exponentially grow your coaching business with more tips and tricks in tech, marketing, and systems. That way you can become more profitable, allowing you to hire a supportive team. Remember to leave a five-star rating with valuable feedback so that we can continue to bring you content that gives you results. See you on the next episode.